who, in your mind, who's the starting other guard? First of all, did you say Obre Jr.? Come on, bro. It's Obre Jr. Man, get it together. First of all, you got to get the names right. Okay. You get your names right say. for all these stats well, you do? first you of all, right? you know, Anthony wants the big, everyone's got the big three. Anthony wants, like, the big ten. <laughs> five. Five would do. Just give me a starting five. What do you, what do you think, like, Okay, you know? okay. All right, stop the shenanigans. <laughs> all of a sudden. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Matter of Stats podcast. Uh, Anthony here with you. Wanted to jump on and do a Lakers preseason post-game edition. We'll kind of recap the first two preseason games of the season here. Now that uh, the Lakers are uh, started the preseason, got a couple games under their belt. Wanted to talk about these first two games, give you sort of our feedback of what we uh, liked in the first two games. Uh, obviously, the Lakers uh, split the first two, one and one. So um, a good start. Always, always nice to get uh, a, a win right out of the gate, especially uh, early in the preseason. You, you know, you can't expect to win, you know, all six preseason games, but you never want to lose all six preseason games either. So it's nice to get a win out of the way. Sort of check that off the list. Um, the first game, of course, was the loss to the Warriors, uh, and then they bounced back with the win to the Nets. So we'll break down both of them, uh, you know, here uh, a little bit, kind of what what uh, what we saw about them. Uh, Saturday night in Golden State, um, it was fun. You know, excited to finally get the season started. Of course, LeBron and Reeves did not play in that game, so the Lakers uh, started the game with a little, little different lineup. Probably a lineup that we didn't expect, or a lineup that we may not expect to, you know, to see start a game uh, this season. Uh, they started, uh, you know, D'Lo and Gabe Vincent in the backcourt, so a little bit of a smaller backcourt um, with a larger frontcourt with Rui, Vando, and Anthony Davis. So sort of an interesting combination of two point guards and two power forwards in the starting lineup against a bit of a smaller Golden State lineup that essentially uh, starts three guards with Chris Paul and Steph in the backcourt sliding uh, Clay to that small forward position. Uh, the Warriors, of course, were also without Draymond Green as he's nursing an injury uh, that might keep him out of the lineup even to uh, start the regular season. But uh, I was encouraged by what I saw. Uh, not not great offensively, 108 points, uh, give up 125 points. So defense, uh, you know, still a little rusty working some things out. But that's a combination of guys uh, in and out of the lineup, you know, in a preseason game, first preseason game. Lakers obviously playing a lot of guys that won't be in the regular rotation. Some of the G Leaguers, some of the two-way players getting a lot of run in the second half. And the Warriors, a uh, little bit surprisingly, played uh, a lot of their regular rotation guys, not the starters per se, but a lot of a couple of their key bench guys like Moody and Kaminga a lot in the second half, uh, even in the fourth quarter, um, which you don't always expect to see in a preseason game, but they got a lot of run late in the game when the Lakers had a lot of the quote-unquote third stringers out there like Fino and Lewis and uh, Castleton. But... Uh, encouraging game. Um, uh, for the most part, you know, relatively healthy. Cam Reddish uh, came away with a little bit of an ankle injury. Uh, hopefully that won't be something that is too serious that will compromise him for the start of the regular season. 
Um, he didn't play in the game, um, of course, against the Nets either, but uh, hopefully not too serious. Um, but some positives, you know, D'Lo looked good. Uh, I thought AD looked really good. It was really encouraging to see him moving well, looked fresh, looked strong, uh, looked like he was, uh, you know, had looked like some of the stuff that we had been hearing about him working on his body, working on his shot, um, were holding true, especially in that game. He was two for three from three, which is a really encouraging sign if he can get back to that uh, mid-range perimeter shooter that he kind of was in the championship season in 2020, that would just be a huge bonus for this team. The jump shot is something that AD uh, pretty much hasn't had at all the last couple of seasons. It's it's really escaped his game. So if he can get that part of his game back where he can just be a threat from the perimeter, I think that will just be a huge bonus to this Laker team uh, offensively and really open things up for all the others uh, to to uh, get better shots, create more space in the paint for guys like LeBron and, and Wood and Rui and some of the guys that you might uh, see on the block. So uh, that was a really encouraging sign. Um, overall, I think the most interesting thing from that first game was the three-point shooting as a whole. Uh, you've heard me talk uh, numerous times, and you've heard it, uh, uh, you know, in – uh, from Darvin Ham and the, at the press conference on um, on the um, Lakers media day and in other media outlets, of course, that the three-point shooting has always been a problem for the Lakers, and it's one of the things that uh, could be an issue for this team uh, as it starts the regular season, although uh, improved from last year, uh, still a question mark with the consistency of uh, the shooters that they have on this team, can they be a better three-point shooting team where they last where they, they were last year when they were uh, you know bottom ten in the league? And it was really encouraging to see them shoot the ball extremely well from three. Uh, they were 15 for 38, 39 and a half percent from three against Golden State. So that was a really really good sign to see multiple guys be able to make threes. Like I said, including Anthony Davis. So that is something that if the Lakers can just be, they don't have to be in the top 10, but if they can be in that 15 to 18 range rank on the season, if they can be just a mid-tier three-point shooting team, that will be an absolute game changer for a team that's really struggled the last few years from three. So I think that was my most encouraging takeaway from game one. Um, game two, uh, the Lakers got the W against the Nets. Another high-scoring affair, 129-126. Uh, Lakers were able to hang on, had a big lead uh, you know, in the first half. And at halftime, Nets made a run in the third quarter, actually took the lead uh, late in the fourth quarter with a lot of the third-string reserves out there. But the Lakers were able to hang on, make a couple plays down the stretch, and, and uh, hold on to that three-point W. Uh, LeBron and Reeves were back for that game, so the Lakers had uh, pretty much their full complement of players. Reddish, as we mentioned, did not play, nursing that ankle injury, and Vando also did not play. So you got what we expect to see pretty much is the main starting lineup, minus maybe Torian Prince, 
who got the start uh, tonight with the other four. We know the other four are going to be the mainstays. It's just going to be who's going to fill that uh, fifth and final starting spot. Um, so Prince got the nod tonight with Vando out. They chose to bring Rui off the bench. And, um, you know, Prince played a lot better in game two than he did in game one. He struggled in game one. I think he fouled out um, with zero points in like 13 minutes, but was much more effective tonight as he was one of five Lakers starters to score in double figures. So the offense was really encouraging tonight um, to, to see all those guys play well. LeBron looked good. He looked healthy. Austin Reeves looked like he is just picking up right where he left off uh, playing for Team USA. He looked sharp. D'Lo looked really good. He came out of the gate red hot. I think he was four for four from three to start. Uh, so he looked really good. Uh, and overall, offensively, the Lakers just played really well. Defense, still a, you know, still a bit of a work in progress. But again, it's just two games into the preseason. You got a lot of different lineups that they're you're experimenting with you know big guard lineups small guard lineups big big lineups right you saw a lot of you know two bigs out there tonight with you know wood and anthony davis with hayes and anthony davis so i think you're going to see a lot of experimenting with the lineups from ham and the coaching staff uh in the rest of these preseason games to kind of see what looks good what they like maybe where they can find some strengths uh, uh, throughout the season, to, you know, in certain situations that they might, uh, you know, like uh, in stretches. So I think you're going to get a lot of that, and that always, you know, kind of affects the defense when you when you're tinkering with lineups and putting lineups out there to try things. You know, guys in different positions, uh, you know, moving uh, different spots. So it, it creates some some miscues on defense. So it's it's hard to be too judgmental on the defense early on in the preseason, but it's really encouraging to see the offense clicking. Like I said, you just want to see guys learning how to play together, uh, you know, developing that flow, that rhythm, and and hopefully staying healthy. Um, but once again, just like in game one, the Lakers three-point shooting continues to be red hot. Uh, this is, I know it's a really small sample size, but two games in, the Lakers' three-point shooting has been a real, real surprise. Uh, they were 20 of 55 uh, in the game against the Nets, 36.4%. So through two preseason games, again, I know it's preseason, it's a small sample size, but through the first preseason games, the Lakers are 35 for 93, shooting 37.5%, almost 38% from three in the first two preseason games. So that is, uh, believe me, a major surprise as far as I'm concerned because that is my biggest, you know, overall concern or question mark with this team is can they have consistent three-point shooting throughout the season and get into the at least the middle tier of three-point shooting teams in the NBA? And so far through two games, that's been my biggest takeaway, my biggest, um, uh, you know, uh, good point in the first two games to see very good three-point shooting um, but four games left in the preseason so I suspect that you'll see a lot more um, mix and matching of lineups uh, I think the expectation is LeBron will probably only play in a one or two of the final four games 
you, uh, I'm sure uh, AD, Reeve, some of these guys will definitely rest uh, in the last uh, couple of games. You'll you won't see them out there. Um, so you'll get a little you'll get a little taste of the regulars here in the starting lineups and the rotations. I think over the next two to three games uh, before um, it wraps up the preseason. But uh, so far, so good. Like I said, very encouraging in the first two games. The offense looks fresh. The shooting has been a major surprise, a major plus. And hopefully we'll see a little more of that before they end the preseason and uh, we don't have any major injuries uh, in these final four games as we get ready for uh, you know Denver uh, opening night in a couple of weeks. That'll wrap up our recap of the first two Laker preseason games and don't worry of course we'll be here to recap uh, the remaining preseason games as we lead into the start of the regular season coming up here uh, in just the next couple of weeks thank you guys for listening of course to the Matter of Stats podcast and please keep listening anywhere you find your podcasts check us out on YouTube Twitter and our Instagram and we'll see you soon Thank you.